0: everyone and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I am Panda and I am here with my friend Teresa. How you doing, Teresa? And I'm, I'm okay. How are you today? Just okay
1: today? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm, I've been feeling it lately, Mr. Krabs. I'm here to have a good time and that's all that matters at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, well, I hope you feel better. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm, you know, Teresa, have I ever told you about uh, a customer that comes into my work sometimes who has a particular – he mispronounces the name of one of our salads in a way that brings me such great delight and joy, and I want to share it with you. Have I ever told you this story?
1: No, but please do tell me this story.
0: Okay, so it's very quick. We have a honey sriracha chicken salad at my work, which is just a salad with, like, fried chicken cut up that's been tossed in honey sriracha sauce and put on top of the salad. And there is a man who comes through the drive-thru every once in a while. And I don't – like, I never recognize his car because I never I'm never thinking about it. He always catches me off guard.
1: It's a surprise.
0: When he orders <laughs> – The honey Shakira salad.
1: No, he doesn't.
0: And he says this with the confidence that only an old white man could have.
1: Stop.
0: He says honey Shakira chicken every time I have heard him say this at least three times and it's always the same man because i recognize him as soon as he says honey shakira chicken because he says it the exact same way every time
1: do you parrot back to him but say honey sriracha
0: i do i do read it back to him and say the correct thing
1: and he still says honey shakira
0: yep it's happened every time
1: wow what an icon
0: Here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we're a real podcast about fake podcasts. Whose turn is it to go first, Teresa?
1: I don't know, but can we have like bullshit corner for a hot second? Yeah, what's up? So I recently, and by recently, I mean yesterday, watched all of the new Netflix show Bonding.
0: Interesting. I was thinking about Giving that a shot. How did you feel?
1: It's terrible.
0: Is it terrible?
1: Yeah. It's a fast watch. Um, Episodes are usually around 15 to 17 minutes long. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there's only seven episodes in the season. So Mm. super fast. However, if you have any knowledge about BDSM whatsoever, I am not interested in BDSM, but I have plenty of friends who are in the community. So I know vaguely uh what to you be absorbed
0: things through osmosis yes
1: yes and oh my god is it bad it is whoever was the consultant for this series really uh did a very poor job i'm kind wow. of curious to know what was going on behind the scenes and i also found out that the series was written by a guy and it's based off of his own life where he was an assistant to a dominatrix and i
0: got that vibe from the trailer
1: yeah i mean that's the main plot of the series but the guy who wrote it based off of his own life and his own yeah no
0: i just i got that vibe that like it's sometimes you watch something and you're like yeah dude like this one's a personal experience yeah
1: and i have to say it very obviously was written by a white gay man and It kind of radiates that, unfortunately. Yikes. And like, I mean, let's be real. I love gays. I am a gay. But sometimes being a white gay male makes you think after watching too many episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race that you can just say things.
0: Yeah. Oh, buddy, you are not wrong.
1: And this series sure is uh, a gay white man saying things. Oof. But there's also, I know, a lot of uproar about how uncomfortable this whole entire series has made people in the BDSM community feel.
0: Oh, are people talking about this? Yeah. I have seen anything.
1: I recently read a Rolling Stone article about it where people, specifically doms, were talking about how Twitter verified... you know how Netflix kind of role plays their characters a little bit sometimes in social media. I think I see where we're going with this. Yes. Yes. So Netflix made an account dedicated to the mistress and her name is Mistress May. And Twitter proceeded to verify this uh, Mistress May account. And that was really upsetting to a lot of people in the community because a lot of times sex workers on Twitter will frequently get shadow banned or even just straight up banned off of Twitter. And there's a really big issue with it, with the community and how the show is perpetuating kind of harmful stereotypes about the industry and how, yeah, there's a grain of salt. Like, I want this industry to look at differently with the series, but also at the same time, it's very obvious that it kind of was done not well. And I basically watched the whole series in one night and kind of made fun of it
0: did you watch the series before or after reading the article after actually i kind of thought maybe because it didn't seem like something that you would go out of your way to
1: no watch. i mean i'm constantly on the hunt to watch shit off netflix because now that i've watched all of great british bake-off i don't know what to do with my life anymore
0: you like musicals
1: oh god what are you suggesting to me? Uh,
0: I've been watching Crazy Egg's girlfriend I don't oh. know. If it would, I don't know how much it, it's. It's very hetero, but it's also very ally. Oh, if that makes sense.
1: Unfortunately, is it sitcommy?
0: I mean, it's a little bit, but it's also like decon. It, well, okay, it's not really sitcommy. It's very. I don't know. It. It's sort of trying to be a deconstruction of itself, but unfortunately, like that's hard to say because musical television shows are not really like a thing that actually exists
1: besides glee
0: well i mean glee's
1: over glee's done and then there was that one show that lin-manuel miranda wrote too that totally bombed
0: wait was that him
1: yeah pretty sure lin-manuel miranda was involved but yeah.
0: Yeah, no, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is very funny, and I liked a lot of it. And it's one of the only, like, cable TV shows I've ever seen that, it's one of the only cable TVs uh, TV shows I've ever seen to have a character say they are bisexual. They oh, actually yeah. have a musical number dedicated to a, a character coming out as bisexual.
1: Getting by, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. It's really good
1: cool i usually don't watch sitcoms i don't find sitcoms enjoyable i am an evil little writing elitist who is miserable if a tv show usually is not produced by either amc or hbo unfortunately but i will try it for you pand
0: I mean, look, I think if you watch the first episode and you don't like that, then it's a pretty good indicator of whether or not you're going to like the series. But it's on Netflix. It just wrapped up its fourth season and it's all on there.
1: Oh, so it's good at least worth a shot. Good to know. And also, didn't the newest season of She-Ra just come out recently?
0: It did. It's only seven episodes, which is super bullshit, but... It's really good. Wow. It's a good. It's a good seven episodes. Oh,
1: ah, I still haven't even watched season one.
0: <laughs> okay, so season one was like thirteen episodes. Okay, and then so when I'm like on the seventh episode, I didn't realize how short the second season was until like I got to episode seven, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, things are really heating up. And then like Netflix is like, here, you want to watch this show about like a CG animated lake creature. And I'm like, no, I want What is more that?
1: She-Ra. Pause.
0: I don't know. It, I didn't look at it because I was, I was upset that there was not more She Raw. Ah. Netflix was attempting to advertise one of its programming to me. I'm going to look and see if I can find it.
1: Because a cartoon about a sea monster sounds very T-score. No,
0: it's not a cartoon. It's like a live action with CG, like, sea monster, oh, I think. Oh,
1: never mind.
0: play things in my ear. It's um,
1: okay. So what are we naming our Netflix recap podcast?
0: I don't know, but I'm actually surprised that Netflix hasn't tried to put out its own podcast, like the way that Cartoon Network has a podcast about Steven Universe. Oh. It just seems like... It seems like something that would be up Netflix's, like, yeah, attempts at marketing alley.
1: MailChimp has its own podcast now. Wait, what? Yeah, MailChimp, like the uh, email
0: thing. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Oh, MailChimp is a program, like a website that you could use where you can like track your emails for a business and stuff like that like like constant contact it's okay yeah but mailchimp has its own podcast and it was recommended to me via spotify so that's why i know that exists and i know sci-fi has its own podcast a woman on jeopardy yesterday has a podcast which is this sounds very fresh podcast market in my opinion she has a podcast where she and a friend look at plants in movies and TV shows and treat them as their own characters and give them like stories and backstories and stuff like that. That
0: sounds delightful. And it also does sound like something that we would come up with.
1: Right? Exactly. I almost want to listen to it because I was like hanging out. I think this was actually, was it Monday? It was Monday. It had to be. I was hanging out. I was me, my mom and good old G Ma, the three of us were having a glass of wine, watching Jeopardy together and this girl says this, and I was like, "Oh, oh, a podcast!" And I was thoroughly impressed that she thought of it, and I thought it was genuinely funny. But that's that's just. great.
0: I, we should. Well, do you remember what the name of it was?
1: No, it didn't. She didn't say. She didn't say oh, the name of it.
0: Maybe they didn't let her.
1: Maybe. I mean, we could just easily Google "woman on Jeopardy" with a podcast.
0: I'm like balls deep in Netflix trying to figure out what the fuck it was they were trying to advertise to me. I can't I've literally this entire conversation I've been searching for whatever this was. I don't know what it's I don't know if it was a movie if it was a TV show. Did I dream this?
1: Maybe you had a Netflix fever dream.
0: It's possible.
1: It's very possible. I mean, if it makes you feel better, I've been cross-stitching this whole entire time we've been recording. What are you cross-stitching? So I posted about it on Twitter a little while ago, but I'm making a new Eda bag. And instead of using fabric on as my insert, I actually bought a cross-stitch board. And usually people just put fabric over the cross-stitch board. But I'm actually cross-stitching the whole entire board.
0: I saw you... Tweeting about that, and that is very exciting. I'm very excited for you. I think this is Thank a great you. idea.
1: I really hope it comes out good, and it's going to be a labor of love. But I love to have fun, and isn't the whole point of eatabags being that it hurts? Isn't the root word of bag ita, which means, which goes for itai, and itai means it hurts? <laughs> so I,
0: I didn't actually know that. So that's- yeah.
1: It's called an Ida bag because it brings you how much pain you have spent on money on one character.
0: I think Ida is also a derogatory term in the Lolita community.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> you 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 recall who you're talking to?
0: Well, I figured you would know. That's why I said that.
1: Yes. I, uh, yeah. I well, it really also good. stems from the same idea of itai. It hurts.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Eta because it's for Lolitas. It's kind of like it's cringy that. Yeah. You thought you can get away with wearing that, but while with Eda bags, it's like it hurts how much money I've spent on a character. And oh buddy.
0: You know it's oh. funny. I didn't actually realize that was the root word. Yes. Because I had had it probably misexplained to me by someone else that it was like I had heard it explained this way for Lolitas. It was like LOL Eda, like they're laughing at you because you look ridiculous. Oh. That could have been like a uh, someone thinking they understand the term or having uh, had that misexplained to them before. But I heard that like backwards explanation for that term in the Lolita community. But this is the first time mean, he. I just sort of accepted that. A lot of times, I just sort of accept words in je- in anime fandom, and sometimes it's better not to know.
1: I mean. It could be that way. I'm also a fake Lolita fan. I mean, that's what happens when you...
0: It could be both.
1: It could be. It could very well be both. I mean, I also, I'm a fake, like I said, I'm a fake Lolita fan. I, for that's people who funny. don't know this deep past about me, I ran a really popular Pink Aesthetic blog for two years. And sometimes I you, didn't uh... Know this. You didn't know this?
0: No, I only met you from Neopets blogging.
1: From, I mean, I kind of kept it hush hush because I kind of thought it was embarrassing but I still did it anyway. Yeah, I ran a pretty popular pink aesthetic blog from May 2015 to about...
0: Is running an aesthetic blog embarrassing? I'm so sorry. Well, listeners. No. We're 16 minutes in and we haven't done a single podcast.
1: This is our podcast. <laughs> we're talking about our deep internet pasts. And we can come up a name for our Netflix review podcast if it makes people feel better.
0: Also, I do have at least one idea that I would like to tell you about because I couldn't think of an idea this morning. And I asked Alice for one. And boy, <laughs> does she deliver it. <laughs>
1: Thank you. All right. So I'll wrap this bad boy up. So, I mean, it wasn't embarrassing per se, but I felt like if you wouldn't look at me and know that I was into that, (laughs) so...
0: Not at first glance.
1: No. So I started it on a whim as a joke kind of deal because I was, like, really bored at home and I had nothing better going on. I was like, you know what? I think it's time that I, once again, attempt to build my internet empire I'm going to start an aesthetic blog. And I was like, I want it to be a pink aesthetic blog. And then from there, it just grew. And I was like really active on it. I had a really like, I had over 7,000 followers, which in the grand scheme of things isn't that big. But they were really devoted and like they were all really nice to me.
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah, it was really fun while it lasted. But then I realized like I cared way too much about it. And like it was, I'm going to say... I think I ran it to about some time into 2017 ish, hmm. and then I tried to. So I kind of I ran it for two years. I know if I were to still run it today, I probably would have like way more followers. But also, I have <laughs> a lot of that community. A was Daddy Dom Little Girl, which is also due.
0: I was wondering if we were going to make it there at some point.
1: We sure are, <laughs> um, and a lot of people or underage and wanted to be my friend. And I was like, I'm 24 years old. My main hobby in life is drinking some really bad mixture of vodka and water and then crying over movies. Like I know I can't be your friend. So I have a lot of deep hidden Lolita knowledge more so than people realize that I do until I open my mouth. So yeah, there we go. So tell me your podcast idea, PAND.
0: Okay. So first we're not going to actually discuss this one because Alice said a fiction podcast where two hosts of a podcast about fake podcasts have to solve a podcast conspiracy, which I, den- I then told her about the time that we came up with an idea for a podcast where you were committing murders to keep our sponsorships going. And then you
1: framed Jimmy
0: <laughs> for the murders. <laughs> if, you- if you remember that, because I do.
1: I do. That was good. That was a
0: good one. But the real podcast idea, and she sent me several that I'll probably just keep in my pocket for a little while and pepper them. Thank you, in. Queen Alice. I know, right? Bless. But the real one that I'm going to pick is one where the host and a co-host rate all of their male acquaintances by how likely are they are to slide into your DMs.
1: Ooh. Oh, is one being like the best or is one being like the worst in this situation?
0: I think that that's up to, I think that we could decide either way. I feel like either works. Yeah. Just have to set a standard and then stick to it.
1: Yeah. But like, I think.
0: I'm going to say 10 being most likely. Yeah, least likely because that kind of makes sense on a like number getting bigger, smaller. Yeah, agreed.
1: But yeah, I like this idea. And would it kind of be like bets on who do we think would end up sliding to our DMs, and then like whoever was right wins something. And like, are there points? Is it like is it like whose lines where the points don't matter?
0: I like the idea of the points not mattering because I always enjoy a game where the points don't matter.
1: (laughs) That's fair. But also like, I'm here to win, you know,
0: you can still win even if they don't matter.
1: True. Very true.
0: But yeah, I like this idea because it's very funny. And Mm -hmm. it's at the expense of straight men. Yes. I don't think any straight men listen to this podcast. So I'm sure I'm pretty sure I'm fine
1: yes i think so either shout out to the first straight man who listens to our backlog thanks heteros heteros. (laughs) did alice have an idea a name for this podcast or did not
0: have a name i think that that is for us to come up with
1: okay could we call it rate my mate
0: Ooh, that's really good thank you wow you popped that one right off
1: Thanks. It's because I'm barely paying attention because I'm cross stitching.
0: (laughs) How long have you been working on your board?
1: This is only I kind of started it and then finished a whole entire line and then stopped working on it for like four days. So I'm now working on it again and I'm on my third line of the day. And it is a 16 by 12. So it's kind of a big boy.
0: Yeah, that is a big boy.
1: So I'm aiming to get, I mean, now that I'm kind of like in the flow of it, it's not too bad. And I kind of hang out and watch YouTube.
0: Yeah, it's got a nice repetitive motion to it. Yeah.
1: So I'm hoping that I can bang out maybe. uh, I'm on my third line right now, like I said. So I'm hoping that I could bang it out. But do you have an idea, a name idea for this, or am I just taking this cake immediately? I,
0: think I just took the cake because I was just so struck by the perfectness of the name you suggested that I immediately stopped trying to think of a name.
1: Thank you. However, the only problem with this name is that it doesn't tell us, it doesn't give us the impression that... We're sliding into DMs.
0: No, you're right. As catchy as it is, it's not necessarily accurate.
1: Agreed. Um, Mayhaps we should workshop a little more then in that case. DM the PM. Yeah.
0: I don't think there's anything there.
1: No. (laughs) Message. Message in a bottle. I don't know. I think... Rate my mate is the best I got.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to like. There's just not a lot of pun opportunity, unfortunately.
1: Unfortunately, no, there's not. But, I mean, we tried. That's all that matters.
0: We sure did.
1: I mean, no, yeah, I'm (laughs) tapped.
0: You tried.
1: I tried.
0: Also, Alice had another idea which was a podcast about werewolves who have dinner dates. A sequel to Werewolf Breakfast.
1: Wow! Alice, going back to episode one. How sweet. I
0: know! Of course, Alice would remember the werewolf idea.
1: I love that.
0: I like bringing it full circle.
1: I would love to be on werewolf dates.
0: I want to date a werewolf.
1: Me? You and me both, bud.
0: I think Everyone knows about you and werewolves after <laughs> two episodes ago.
1: This is forbidden. Your werewolf.
0: Catalog, I think is literally yeah. what I titled the episode because it took up a majority of the episode. It sure
1: did, but I kept it going strong. You
0: did. The show must go on. Exactly. In this case, it's more of a, the show must go off, I guess.
1: The show must go off. I respect that. So would this be a part of this werewolf date story podcast? Would this be kind of like,
0: I'm going to tell you what this is. What this is, is it's the same family, even because it is a sequel to Werewolf Breakfast. But it's sort of the Oh, you know how Blackish has like a sequel series about one of the daughters going to college? Yes. This is kind of that, but for Dare I say,
1: of it's the Tannis of Black Tapes.
0: I don't know what that means, but I wow. know that it Wow, may- podcast
1: master Panda Jarell over here does not know what Black Tapes and Tannis is. No. Oh.
0: There are a lot of podcasts I don't know.
1: <laughs> black Tapes and Tannis are a part of the same, like, universe. Uh okay. So... Black Tapes is hosted by a girl and then her produced, so she kind of works for like a fictional NPR and okay. her producer ends up becoming the host of Tannis. So hmm. he gets his own show and they're, and he pops up in Black Tapes and she pops up in Tannis every once in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. exactly like that.
1: Wow, well, I did it.
0: And I think in the spirit of werewolf breakfast, it would just be called werewolf dinner date.
1: That's cute. I'm here or just werewolf date?
0: Sure, yeah, werewolf date.
1: My werewolf- my date is a werewolf. Pew, 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 pew. That's the theme.
0: Yeah. We would clip it right from this recording.
1: Thanks. I'm so glad. Got it in one. (laughs) Roll the tape, baby. I'm a master at this. (laughs) I love that. I think that's really cute. Would stories still be told like this, or would it be more like this would be conversational?
0: This would be one werewolf's quest to find true love.
1: Wow! So a podcast about me? I see how it is.
0: We're making a podcast about you.
1: I'm a werewolf, guys.
0: That's what we're. If you haven't been paying attention up until this point, I think that we've. That's the thesis of the episode.
1: Ties is a werewolf. Teese werewolf. Tease werewolf. Tease equal werewolf. I like this. This is a good idea. It looks like I'm gonna have to give you two ideas next week.
0: <laughs> this is our first episode after we've gotten our our new art, Teresa.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh, is that gonna be like
0: It's going to be the upload art for the episodes.
1: Is it really? Yeah.
0: That's so cute. Yeah. This is going to be the first episode that has it.
1: Wow.
0: I'm so excited. Tease voice. Wow. You probably know what we're talking about if you are listening to this because you have seen it, because you have clicked on it. But we, Tease has a friend. I also have a friend, but Chip was Tease's friend first. So I'm secondary friend. Here's the story. I said to myself, like, hey, you know, I could probably draw some fresh podcast market art. And I started to draw it and I got about halfway through the sketch and I was like, you know what? fuck this so i sent chip a message and i asked chip if their commissions were open and they said yes and when i told them what the commission was for they were absolutely delighted and it's wonderful it literally if i still had that sketch it looks almost exactly like the like stupid sketch that i was drawing except much better and i think we were on opposite sides of the table but that's literally like the only difference like there was all the print on the table like oh it's so good
1: what would we do without chip
0: what would we do without chip
1: chip is a god i would die for chip
0: thank you chip for
1: my chip and i have matching sweatshirts
0: that's beautiful
1: and do you know what sweatshirt it is
0: is it please tell me it's the hamster sweater
1: it sure is yes yes <laughs> i have chip and i have matching sweatshirts that say i only care about hamster on them and there's a hamster holding a gun on it
0: it's really good thank you
1: it's my pride and joy
0: next to baths of course
1: Next to Bass, of course. I think it's time we wrap up this bad boy.
0: It sure is. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanada. If you'd like to see other things that I do in the world of podcasting, you can check out Imagine Me and Utana, a revolutionary girl Utena podcast. Or Puella Magi Modica Magica, a podcast about Puella Magi Monica Magica that I edit. Because they are nice people who kind of sort of employ me a little bit. A little bit. Tease, where can people find you online?
1: You can find me at Vicunia, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. That is my Twitter. And you can hear all my dumb, dark secrets on there. I have a Neopets Twitter too, which is at Count Von Rue, which recently had a very popular tweet that's now become the bane of my existence.
0: I kind of hate this because, not that the tweet got popular or anything, but because I always do this thing where when I'm going to look for you on Tumblr, I always type in Vicunia, and every time I'm going to look for you on on Twitter, I always end up typing Count Von Rue. And now there's actually an account that that
1: goes to. <laughs> there is. I think you actually sent me something on Count Von Rue the other day. Probably. <laughs> Which is really funny. I mean, if you want to know stuff that's going on in the life of Keith, BuzzFeed used one of my text posts and one of their listicles. And I'm really, really pissed about that. So I saw about she,
0: that. What tweet was it?
1: It was. It wasn't a tweet. It was a Tumblr post. Oh. It was my most popular Tumblr text post, which is about groups of friends basically making names for themselves, and. Oh
0: wow! I didn't realize that that was you.
1: Oh, buddy, it sure is. <laughs> And I'm really angry because BuzzFeed didn't even properly source it to me or ask me permission or anything like that. They Not, just posted it. That's
0: BuzzFeed,
1: and I'm really pissed about it in general, especially as a freelance writer and somebody who doesn't get paid for Tumblr. And yet, this person is getting paid for literally just making a listicle with other people's Tumblr text posts on it, well, and it's really frustrating. What
0: you need to do is get BuzzFeed to hire us to make listicles of other people's
1: I would never <laughs> work for BuzzFeed
0: oh I would mm, Yeah. never
1: work for BuzzFeed either
0: I know that I shouldn't but I can't say I wouldn't think about it if a like just if I were ever in that situation I can't say that I wouldn't go maybe and then I'd end up being like I can't
1: I mean if they were to miraculously offer me a job Listen.
0: See, the see, think about it.
1: I yeah, I under- okay, it looks really good that you're on Buzzfeed, but like I'm really I really despise how Buzzfeed runs itself.
0: I agree. I think Buzzfeed is
1: I'm really anti Buzzfeed.
0: Terrible company for a lot of the people that work for it.
1: I yeah, no, actually I would say no. <laughs> I think I think I have a little moral ground and frankly, I'm yeah no i'm over i would not work for buzzfeed if they miraculously came out of the booth like ah shit tease we love your writing come work (laughs) for us i'd be like eat shit (laughs) and i would flex really hard and then i would feel like oh god i just missed this giant opportunity (laughs) if that were to happen but it's okay i i have the moral high ground in this one i guess if you'd like to follow us on Tumblr, you can follow us at Fresh Podcast Market, where you can send us a bunch of ideas, questions, quotes, whatever the hell. Or you can email all of that information to us at our email, which is freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. And if
0: you would like to support the show, we are a Kofi-supported podcast. You can find that at ko-fi.com slash and if you liked our theme song, that was Cul-de-Sac Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. That's our producer, Jimmy. You can follow them on Twitter at Jimothy Jam. is that all our stuff? Did I miss anything? I think so. All right. Thank you
1: for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Panned. Everybody, it's time to start cross-stitching. Have a good one.